Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You know what I realized? Jeffrey would be an atheist and Adonis would be religious. If you really think about those two characters, Jeffrey would definitely, absolutely be like the armchair Reddit atheist who hates religion and religion causes wars and stuff. And Adonis would be a man of faith. He would believe in God. It, it, it seems so true that with those characters' ideas, that would be the case. And we've always wanted to emulate Adonis. And I don't want my atheist fans to watch this video and feel like I'm unrelatable now. Because if I was watching this video literally a month ago, I would have like cringed and thought like, what, what the fuck is this guy trying to preach religion to me? I don't, I don't want to be religious. I've been atheist all my life. I've sinned. I've heavily taken drugs. I fucked white bitches. Girls in relationships. Girls I just met 20 minutes ago. A married woman. I've sinned. And I'm here to pass on the message to you that that sinful, degenerate lifestyle that you may be craving, that, you know, most young men really want to fuck as many women as possible, it only left me with a sense of unfulfillment. I look back and I think that I can do so much better than that. And I've been doing some deep thinking lately and I've realized that there's a huge overlap in self-improvements and most religions. NoFap, for example, everyone in, in self-improvement, you know, NoFap, it's so important. NoFap, semen retention. Every single religion practices that. Every religion tells you not to masturbate. Meditation. I've said that meditation has changed my life forever. Well, in Islam, you pray five times a day and I actually think that's a form of meditation. Gratitude, the skill that I tell you to level up with gratitude journaling. In Christianity, they say grace before they eat. How, how beautiful is that fasting? Which is what I've said is literally like the best way to structure your diet for health, for productivity. Most religions have like a period of fasting in Islam, they call it Ramadan. And strength and discipline and courage and bravely, like all religions have such a huge focus and like they have all stories and everything of these hugely important like virtues and values. Acts of kindness and generosity, again, all religions promote charity to their following. And the major one, very, very interesting, is delaying gratification. To improve yourself for self-improvement, you have to delay gratification. There's no other way around it. Delaying gratification are the two most important words that you need to understand if you actually want to improve yourself. If you're finding yourself stuck on self-improvement, it's simply because you don't understand these two words. Delaying gratification. And most religions have such a huge aspect of delaying gratification. That's heaven. Don't sin today to get into heaven tomorrow. Religion is the ultimate marshmallow experiment. And so it feels insane to me that modern self-improvement, like me, I'm teaching you things that religion has been teaching us for thousands of years. Everything that the red pill has 
taught us about male and female sexuality, Islam has been enforcing. And I really like this video. This is a multi-millionaire Christian kickboxer who's speaking about Islam. If you have a problem with feminism, Islam will fix it. <laughs> because Muslims are intolerant. And I'm, not, and I'm not saying that disrespectfully. Because if you're tolerant of everything, then you stand for nothing. Yeah. Facts. I can walk through London with a t-shirt saying Jesus is gay and nothing will happen to me. If I did the same thing with the Islamic prophet, I'd be dead before I got to the end of the street. Boom. That's how much they believe and respect. And I respect people who stick up for what they believe in. Yeah. It's not even about me believing in it. I respect them because they, they believe and they will defend. Muslims are the only people who will defend their religion. They will defend their beliefs. They refuse to be mocked. Mm -hmm. They refuse to be insulted. And I respect that about them. When I was younger, I was raised to be a Muslim by my parents. Like, I can fully confidently say, like, I'm not a Muslim, at least right now. Like, right now, I'm just, I wouldn't even consider myself atheist. I don't know what I'd call it. When I think back at the reason why I kind of disowned, especially my culture of being Pakistani and brown-skinned, but probably religion too when I was young, it was because of the media. When I think back now, it was because of this, like, social influence that I genuinely thought in my mind that brown people were bad, and I would do whatever it took to act as white as possible. And I think back now, and I'm just like that's fucking sad like i would literally i wouldn't even eat i didn't eat my mum's cooking for literally like probably close to about 10 years i'd eat like a fucking white person like, i'm not gonna lie like i don't want to be racist but like do you know what white people food is bro like normal like obviously like you know there's good food and everything but like of like you no know, normal people what you're gonna eat on a random tuesday on 2016 like it's fucking like chicken nuggets and chips bro it's fucking big like shut the fuck up bro and when i think about that perception like oh muslims are terrorists it is absolutely the same perception that the red pill gets for like hating on women like it's sexist if you went onto the red pill subreddit and you took a screenshot of every guy being like like sexist right and most of the guys who are being like sexist are blue pill because if you're red pill you just kind of like accept the natural order of things but if you're blue pill you've recently just been like red pilled but you haven't swallowed it yet because it takes fucking years to swallow you're gonna be on there fucking complaining about the girl who broke your heart if we took a screenshot of all that and i showed you okay look these are red pill guys you'd, okay you'll probably conclude yeah oh yeah so these are red pill guys there's 10 screenshots of these which are all sexist. Okay, so red pill guys are sexist. And the issue is that, especially when I was growing up, maybe not so much now, in, in this country, the only sort of view that the majority of people around me had of Muslims, had of brown people, was this snapshot that the media would show of them. Muslim terrorist, 9-11, and Muslim and terrorist, it's like an oxymoron. It, it doesn't really, like, if you understand, it probably would be too hard to explain because it took me a little while, but it's like, you, you can't do both. It's got to be one. It's an oxymoron. It's like saying like unautistic, Sam. <laughs> because because most religions put forth an idea that a woman's like virginity is to be like praised and it's like almost a requirement for marriage. And that honestly sounds outdated now, but it makes sense. Like I never would have thought that I would have been the guy who's saying like, you know, don't be a feminist and stuff because I've literally like, my teachers used to ask this shit like almost publicly humiliate any of the guys who's stupid enough. But they'd ask like, okay, who's a feminist? Like my hand would shoot up. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course I'm a feminist. Like what the fuck? Yeah, I want my, like, my sister my mom to have equal rights and stuff. It's really interesting to think, okay, why? Like, let's, let's take our feelings and emotion because someone's gonna start complaining, like Hamza's being sexist, but take our feelings and emotions out of it. Why have religions restricted female sexuality for the last thousands of years? And what did it do to society? It created the family units. Like 2000 years ago, we were living like a fucking mess. And we, essentially, we didn't evolve, like we didn't evolve obviously, but like in terms of our technological advancements and everything like we were doing, we really didn't like, we just weren't really out here doing bits for almost all of humanity. And then there was a special interesting point when something must have happened, you know, over the course of a couple hundred years when humanity went like this and we started building some 
fucking pyramids and buildings and shit. Now we've like sending like fucking Teslas to the moon and shit. Religion, religion with these restrictions on female sexuality forced us to get into a family unit. And it is only with a good family unit that we that we like grow up to actually achieve something valuable. And it's so interesting how detrimental feminism might have actually been for women. Because feminism has, has heavily opened up female sexuality to the point that women kind of know now that their body is worth fucking $9 a month on OnlyFans. That's what you've been reduced to. It's a race to the bottom and you have to take the most sluttiest, most attractive, most photoshopped Instagram pictures to try and win the fucking scraps of the modern day dating and sexual game. And you've got to agree with that. Almost everyone would say that they've been unfulfilled by their relationships over the last five to 10 years. No matter how feminist or modern you are, everyone would say that relationships really just aren't good right now. Both men and women are less satisfied now. And we could say, but okay, a hundred years ago, a couple hundred years ago, women were like the man's property. They were, you know, they were locked in and we'd assume that there was a lot more abuse. Like what's very, very interesting is that people are less happy and less fulfilled now because religion kept women feminine and it kept men masculine. Modern day feminism is kind of like the counter to religion. Women have been raised to be more masculine because they've essentially been shown, okay, don't, don't be feminine, right? Don't be feminine because, you know, it's too weak in this world. But then we've told men to be more feminine. It's a fucking trap. And we all believed it. We're a fucking culture. We're a whole generation of weak young men. And why? Because we don't have religion regulating us. I'm listening to an audio book right now called Hard Times Create Stronger Men. It's a very, very good book. And I was listening to it and I thought, most strong men believe in God. They have a higher purpose. And think about it. How many times have those red pill YouTubers told you, be on your purpose, guys. And if you look around yourself, you'll see that the majority, pretty, not even majority, honestly, we can like, I can generalize and say all young men that you will look around to see are directionless because religion gave us a preset purpose. Like it gave us a guidebook to life. Your purpose is to be a good Christian, good Muslim, good Buddhist. We don't have it anymore. So what's a guy to do now? Because he's got these instant pleasures. He's got a lot of fucking porn with every, like every fucking like variety that he wants. Why would he do anything else now? But still having thought about all this for the last few days and saying it to you for accountability, I'm going to be completely honest. I still feel a very, very big pull towards casual sex, especially with the idea of the ego fulfillment from it, making sure everyone knows that I'm sleeping with models and everything. Like, you know, that it would get me so much respect from the guys. I can almost visualize myself learning more about religions, becoming more faithful, and then being tempted or even indulging in premarital sex. And that's, and this, like, you can see my mind's not made up about this because I, I don't know where to go from here because I still don't believe in marriage. I'm not going to lie. I, even with religion, I don't think that marriage is a thing that should be happening these days, which is an issue. With everything I've just said, the issue is, you know, we don't, we're not traditional, we're not religious, and the huge part of religion is to get married and to only have sex after marriage so that that way you have the family. But with the modern way that marriage has been manipulated, it's not the same thing anymore. And so like, I couldn't like even consider getting married in like this type of country in the West. <laughs> One thing I potentially like move to an Islamic country and have like four wives or something. If there's a guy who's gonna do that amongst us, I'm not gonna lie, it's obviously gonna be me. And I just wanna leave you with one piece of knowledge that I've learned recently. It's a fucking high level piece of knowledge. So I hope you appreciate this. It's from the entrepreneur, Sam Ovens. He's literally like a world-class leader in, in like his field. He's like a high leveled guy. And he taught me about what I'm gonna call pathway vectors. There's different pathways to the same goal. Some are longer, some are harder, some are shorter, some deviate this way, some just kind of like <laughs> drop down. Some are more easy and enjoyable right now, but then harder in the long term. Or maybe in the long term, they don't even get you to that goal. And I think this explains the core concept of religion really, really well. You are here, you wanna get here. This point right now is like the ultimate goal, right? It's like the enlightenment. It's like living the best life, being fulfilled and self-actualized, right? We can chase our pleasures. We can do the, the sinful acts of taking drugs and, and having sex with these fucking white bitches from Tinder. And that gives us a sense of like leisure and almost, you know, it feels weirdly like we're pushing towards a goal in a certain sense of like, you know, like ultimate 
effort, like happiness. But this pathway just goes like this. It just feels like we're doing something right now. Whereas the harder path of delaying gratification, of not indulging, or of leveling up your discipline and your willpower, it goes on a long, long, steady route to that end goal that you wanted. Giving up your vices is really difficult. I'm not gonna lie, like it, it took me a while. To say no to drugs or sex is a huge sacrifice, especially when you really, really want to indulge in that pleasure. Maybe we should be doing the hard work, especially when we don't feel like it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.